podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Little down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boys. Come on, boys. Boom, the boys are back. And uh man, what a time to be alive. Uh the the gen not the Genesis, but some of the most popular uh live shows stem back to some very dark times back in the summer of 2021. Um, they stem back to my rampage, my anger, my, uh, you know, crusade against the athletic. It, it goes back to fighting against some of the tastemakers of college sports, trying to talk down to the Big 12, Big 12 fans. Um, there has have been a lot of episodes with the live show that uh really hit home to the history of the show and sure enough sure enough the big news maybe the biggest realignment news since this podcast has been going at least positive big uh 12 realignment news um came just a few hours before recording um it sounds like it is all but a done deal. It'll probably be announced tomorrow at some point that the Big 12 is adding Colorado. Colorado is coming back. And this is a moment, I think, for the conference. This is a moment for Big 12 fans, especially the Big 12 fans of the quote-unquote hateful eight, especially, uh, I, I think, especially for K-State fans because it was always – K-State fans on the outside looking in of all these different scenarios in which the national media has to come to terms that the Big 12 and K-State's spot in big-time college athletics are now cemented uh, for the foreseeable future. There is no tangible stat. There is no tangible talking point that anyone can lift up to detract from the Big 12 and say anything but the Big 12 is the firmly undisputed number three conference in the world. And the elitist, the jackasses, the fuckfaces, the clowns, especially riding for the Pac-12 over the last decade plus, now have to come to terms with something that we've stared in the eyes countless times since 2010 and it doesn't make me a good person uh and, and I'm, I, I wish I wasn't like this but I am glad that they now have to come to terms uh with the reality we thought we had to a few times uh we'll see what happens moving forward we'll see if it's beyond just Colorado uh, we'll see if there's more coming uh, but there's nothing any of these folks can say uh, to take away from the fact that they have all been wrong. They kept trying to kill us off. And whether they like it or not, there's nothing they can do to take away K-State's spot at the table for the foreseeable future. Um, those are my thoughts on it. Again, we'll have uh, time to get to anyone who wants to participate. Um, the chat, we'll, we'll get the chat going as well. Um before we get going, our first, uh, we'll, we'll go to Ethan first, but before we do, shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Not only have they been feeling this podcast for close to a year now, they're collaborating with all sorts of folks throughout the Manhattan community, including the soccer team. We know what they've done with Joe Klanderman, with Connor Riley, with some of the beers for themselves, the Jerome Tang Tang Time uh, Sour, all sorts of fun beers. They just dropped, or they're dropping, excuse me, on uh, the 8th of August, Gulasso, a beer with the coaching staff of the women's soccer team. Uh, all sorts of great stuff. I promise you, you, I promise your new favorite beer is waiting for you on tap at Manhattan Brewing Company. And be polite, 
ask your local liquor store to carry it if they aren't. All right, Ambassador Rodeo Cat, Ethan, my friend, you've been a live show staple for a very long time. You've been there during the highs, the lows. What's your reaction to, again, nothing confirmed from the Big 12 or Colorado, but it's being reported that it is a done deal. Uh, what's your reaction to this uh, to this news? Well, Brett, you and Mark is a dog, and that's spelled with an A and a W and a G. Um, he's got that dog inside of him. He he comes out. He he's not from the world of football. He's from sports. He just has that killer mentality. I just saw a meme that he killed the American. Now he's killed the Pac-12, and uh, we'll get into it later. But depending on how you look at it, um, Deion Sanders is either the biggest genius in football right now, or he's like just a, a terrible guy, depending on how you look at it. Definitely. Let's go out to Colorado right now. Uh, Colorado Cole, my man. Uh, Marco spoke it into existence. Uh, I, I think uh, the last time Marco was on a live show, he said Colorado is going to be in the Big 12 soon. You're going to have to get uh, all the Colorado cats there. Who knows if you'll still be in Colorado by the time they join the conference next uh, next year. But w- what are your reactions? What are your thoughts to uh, this great news? <laughs> I mean, obviously a positive reaction. It just seems your rant kind of said it all. <clears throat> After all these journos and these freaking losers on Twitter trying to dunk on K-State and the Big 12, calling us flyover states and truck stop conference, now we get the last laugh. Um, I think it's been pretty clear that we've been putting a better product on the field. So, you know, I think we were due for a win as a conference. We were due. You know, we added the new additional four in UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati. Uh, kind of a saving grace, I guess. Um, but it's good to finally, finally feel like we're getting one back after being picked apart the past 20 or whatever years. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point. And uh, I, I will say, again, there, there's no way to see uh, into the future. I now really <laughs> kind of wish we didn't add some of those new teams. Uh, but, hey, you know what? It is what it is. Uh, today's a great day for the Big 12, and it's a great day for all of us who have fought the realignment Twitter wars and message board wars over the last 13 years. Let's go to John Grove, who is – uh, doing some great work with K-State Student Radio. I love all the stuff that goes on at K-State Student Radio, especially the sports talk stuff. I've said it a few times, the only regret I have from college was not getting involved with student radio. Uh, we used to have, uh, you know, we, we've had all sorts of folks come on uh, who are involved with, uh, you know, Wildcat 91.9. And, John, I'm happy to add you to the ranks. Welcome to the show. You've been active in the realignment wars, especially over the last few years. What's your reaction to seeing, okay, here comes Colorado. It, it is a notch in the Big 12 belt. I think it's not. I think, and, and first of all, it's glad to, I, it's an honor to be here on your on your live show as well. I think another thing to point out, and not only is it just a notch, uh, notch for the Big 12, but you got to be looking at several of the times back in 2011 or 2016 when the Big 12 just completely stood flat-footed for what has been so so long when it came to potential expansion opportunities, and they immediately shut the door on several options that were no-brainers at the time. And I've said on several shows, like, hey, Louisville and BYU made a lot of sense back in 2011. You should have probably added them. Um, Potential additional expansion candidates in 2016, possibly, but none of that was considered. And Part of that at the time was because of yet to deal with Texas and Oklahoma politics. And that ultimately bit uh, bit the Big 12 um, around, I think, I think what was it, 2020, 2021 at the time. And not only were you able to recover um, by bringing in four solid brands and BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, but now 
all of a sudden the Big 12 is playing like they are the aggressive poacher that that we've been looking forward to seeing ever since UCLA and USC joined the Big 10. Personally, I thought it was going to be Arizona that was going to announce its intentions to bowl mainly because of her basketball ties. But you know what? Uh, bringing back a former conference foe, bringing back a former conference rival, K-State fans travel well to Colorado. Uh, it's going to be so much fun playing them again. It will be. And, and I, I do think that there is some uh, you know, poetry, there's some romance uh, when it comes to sports, especially bringing back that former Big 8 member um, and one of the guys who always seemed to be looking to possibly leave and them coming home, there there is some poetry to that. Let's go to Evan D. Shanalanalanalanalak. I don't know if this is worth a victory pickle, uh, but it is a fun moment for the conference and, and a fun moment for K-State. What were your thoughts when you saw this breaking this afternoon and where's your head at right now? Yeah, um, it was good to finally see it because we've just heard the rumors back and forth, especially with Colorado over the last year or so. Um, So it's definitely a good feeling to kind of have a win. Uh, Like I think Cole was saying, just getting picked apart a lot over the last 20 years, first in 2010 and 11, and then um, two years ago, kind of getting like blind struck by uh, OU and Texas leaving. Uh, Like Getting Cincinnati and Houston and BYU and oh uh, UCF wasn't really a win in my book necessarily. It, it felt okay to kind of like give the conference stability, but this one feels like we're actually on the winner's end of something instead of maybe like a draw or a stalemate. So that's always good in my book. And uh, I love the state of Colorado. I definitely will be making a trip out there when it happens. So yeah, I imagine that first road football game uh, that K State goes back. I think that's going to be a pretty hot ticket. We'll go to Zach, then Joel. Zach, a, a big time fighter in the Twitter wars with the Pac 12 Mafia. Zach, what, walk me through your emotions when the news uh, started to break this afternoon. Um, yeah, I was really excited. Um, when I first saw the Colorado was going to be probably, you know, the team coming back, I was, uh, I guess I was kind of like indifferent because I was like, okay, that was always going to happen. Um, but when I saw that, um, is it Jason Shear said something about, you know, pretty much hinting at Washington or Oregon. And yeah, then we got some people. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, so is that, are you just kind of like, eh, whatever on Colorado? Oh, is that what this question was? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, it's like it's it's mainly about Colorado. We'll we'll talk about what could be coming next. Um, okay, so Colorado, yeah, I'm just, I guess I just expected it the entire time. Man, so. Calm, cool, and collected. I, I I did not, but hey, you know what? I'm all over the place. Uh, let's go to Joel next, and then uh, uh, Jeff, Justin, Michael. If you guys want in, just say something. Uh, in the chat and I'll, I'll make sure to get you uh, up next. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, what are your thoughts, my friend? Uh, I know you, you seem to be hopping around a bunch of Twitter spaces, taking in all the talk. So uh, what's your opinion? What, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, walk me through your thoughts and emotions. Yeah. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty fun way to end the day. Um it was uh it was actually surprisingly cordial in all the spaces I was in. Everybody was real just pro Big Twelve, so that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, like Cole said and others, um, I'm not gonna be as poetic as John was. Um, but yeah, just hype that Colorado is coming. Um, hype to feel like the winner again. Not feeling like, oh, what's around the next corner for us. I'm feeling real stable where we are. I think we're a solid three at this point um, with Colorado. If we, and we'll talk about this more, like you said, snag some others, um, hopefully out West and not East, I think will be uh, really well placed, but yeah, take the dubs today, ready to go beat Dion's ass uh, next year. That That's an even uh, funnier uh, part to all this. Dion Sanders, will have never gone to a Pac-12 media day because he did not participate this year because he's dealing with uh, some 
medical issues. I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Uh, we'll go to, uh, you know, Mike Murray. Uh, we'll go to Michael next if you want in. And then we'll go Jeff and then Justin if you guys want in. If not, just put it in the chat and we'll skip. But, uh, Michael, uh, you know, you, I know you and your family, tons of road trips. I'm sure you guys made the trip out to Colorado a couple times before they left the conference. Uh, what are your opinions? What are your thoughts? What are your emotions now that the Buffaloes will be coming back to Rome in the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much just excited to, yeah, to do those trips again. Uh, I think we only made it out there once back in the day, and then that was as like a like middle school or something. So I, I think a 20, post-2020 uh, tripping out there is going to be a little different than uh, than that. Um, and I I feel like I, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't followed them very closely. I mean, I remember their fan base being a bunch of dickheads back in the day. Yeah, um, the, the stories are they were like just the worst. Now, uh, pre Dion, <laughs> they didn't show up. They haven't shown up, uh, you know, for for over a decade now. I, I think they maybe have one sellout um, since <laughs> uh, going to the Pac-12. I don't know if that's actually true, but. Uh, we'll find out. I mean, hell, we might be finding out next year. That's the wild thing. You know, there's always like this, you know, all these different waiting times. No, the, the next time a big 12 football schedule is released, Colorado will be a part of it. That's yeah, that's crazy. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I'm assuming that, yeah, the, the fan base is mellowed out a little bit. Uh, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, there's, there's no, uh, no sugarcoating it from the pac 12 folks, big, Big loss for them, whether they, they can spin it however they want. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I had a couple tweets, and I, I'm sure I'll get a little spicier in the coming days. Uh, but, you know, there, there's a special, special spot in sports hell for Stuart Mandel, Nicole Arbach, uh, Wilner, uh, that guy who blocks everyone. Um I, I'm just th- that's what I'm happiest about. I'll, I'll I'll save most of my thoughts for a podcast later on because I'll talk for an hour. I want you guys to get your opinions as much as I can. But that's maybe what I'm most excited about is getting to just be hateful on Twitter towards the folks who tried to bury K State in the Big Twelve. All right, let's go to the next steps. There were all sorts of rumors coming into this week, and I even mentioned it on the show that I published on Monday. Um, there's a ton of there were a ton of rumors coming into this week that it was going to be Colorado and UConn. Uh, even before the Colorado news dropped, there was a lot of UConn to the Big 12 stuff floating around on Twitter uh, just today. Now, I again, I we'll see what happens. Um, we'll, we'll start with Zach because he mentioned this. Uh, there was stuff popping up that was hinting at either Oregon or Washington as well. There's been the long established rumors of Arizona, not as much Utah or Arizona lately as well. Um, but they were there once upon a time as well. So what do you want to see happen in the future? What do you want to see happening over the next two weeks? Uh, because Colorado is not going to come by themselves. It will not, we will not be a 13 team conference next year. So at least one team needs to be coming. What do you want to happen and what do you predict to happen? I mean, if you want me to be honest on what I want to happen, I want to go back to the original Big 12, but that's not possible. So um, I would say, you know, what I want to happen right now that's realistic. I want, I want Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and I don't really give a shit who you put in that fourth slot. Like you can, you can do UConn, you can do ECU. I don't really care. Just get me Oregon and Washington and I'll be super happy. What I think will happen is I'm going to play the, play the odds and probably say, you know, we're getting Colorado. We'll go to 14, which I know you hate. And we'll let's, let's say it's UConn. I, I let's just be, be safe. I don't want that, but I think that's probably a safe bet. I, I mean that that's definitely something that could happen. Uh that that might be the most realistic thing. And I hate that it's the most realistic, uh, but it is what it is. We'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, in the realistic realm, what do you want to see happen? What do you think will happen? Um, um what I want to have happen is 
Um, I want to add Arizona and in addition to Colorado and then some combination of Utah and um, Oregon, Washington, just to spite the BYU fans. Cause I was in a space with Joel and the BYU people were like, we don't want Utah. I just, I just think it'd be funny. But again, um, in a, in a much realistic, more realistic sense, I, I'd probably just stick with Arizona or UConn, but preferably Arizona, just to because I I, I want K State to assert their dominance in the Big Twelve. I don't want to have to fight with Oregon every year. There we go. Let Let's go to Joel again because he is someone who. Uh, definitely was popping around the spaces. And then we'll go to Cole, then John, then Evan, then Michael. We'll see if I actually remember that order. That's old school live show stuff where I say stuff and then I forget what order I want to do. But Joel, uh, what what do you think is going to happen? What do you want to happen? Uh, you're bouncing around. Uh, you know, I saw you shaking your head at Utah. I, I probably tend to agree with you. I'm kind of rooting for Utah to be left out. What are you hoping to see happen over the next few weeks? I mean, so on the Utah thing, like, I don't want Utah just because of the way they've been. Uh, I mean, they can't even win a Rose Bowl for crying out loud. We got a team that's already done that. Um, so, but on the other side, I think, um, what's her name? The, the Iowa State girl, Brittany, she said, it is, it is fun to have a team to hate. You know, like Texas is leaving. Everybody hates Texas. Bring Utah in. Let them take all the hate. That's the other side of it. Could be kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't really – I have no clue. I can't remember who tweeted it out. I think it was that weird West Virginia account said that everybody but Utah and the Pac-12 had reached out to the Big 12. So kind of who do we want, I guess. Um, I want Oregon. Ethan, uh, I, th- I, I get what you're saying there for sure, and I don't disagree with that. But you got to get national brands, I think. Washington, I guess, then – and then give me Arizona, and yeah, let Utah be an independent. I said it earlier. Let them go drown out there by themselves. It's what they want to do anyway, so just let them do it. We'll go to Cole next. Cole, what are you wanting to see happen, and what are you predicting to happen? All right. <clears throat> what I want to see and what I predict. Um, so in my opinion – I think if I'm a Pac-12 school right now, why the hell am I sitting here hanging my hat on the Pac-12 if CU's leaving for sure? So who am I to not even reach out and test the waters? I mean, and and I I hope that, you know, a combination of Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Washington – what that puts us at an odd number. So throw anyone else in there. I mean, I kind of have the same feelings about Utah as everyone else, but in my opinion, if I'm fine leaving Utah out, if there's better options, but if we're talking about adding UConn or a Gonzaga only basketball situation, give me Utah over those guys any day of the week. Um, but prediction, I think it's pretty clear that CU is not going to be the only Pac-12 team that ends up in the Big 12. And I think we're coming up on a situation where the Big 12 might have their pick of the litter. I mean, if Oregon and Washington, I mean, if, the, if this smoke to the fire is comes to fruition, which in conference realignment, you know, there's a lot of smoke that doesn't go anywhere. But I really think there's a good shot. We'll have our pick of the litter here. When did Julia become a two-taco girl? Shout-out to Julia becoming a two-taco girl. That's wild. That you know. Shout-out to Frederick uh, from last week as well. Um, all right, Cole, were you done? Sorry, I just wanted to, I wanted to get my jokes off. Yeah, we're good. That, that was perfect timing. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll go to John, then Evan. Uh, then Mike, and then we'll we'll see if iPhone or uh, you know, host of the ten twelve, Philip Slavin, he's in the house. Uh, he has his own live show going at eight o'clock. So when we wrap up here, check out the YouTube uh account of ten twelve 
network uh for some more live show madness so uh john evan um mike so in terms of who i would go for as the 14th member joining the big 12 i know brett yormark has made a heavy push a heavy and and impact on uh, towards basketball of course he's mentioned the likes of the basketball only members but i don't think that's gonna really push anything unless if it's either arizona or uconn but i i'd probably lean more towards arizona as my top uh top priority uh behind colorado um i and i i agree with about everybody here who who's been dogging on utah but i i will say um, despite them being the bill, uh, the Buffalo Bills of a Rose Bowl, they, um, they that it's better when college football has its old rivalries in store. I mean, you want to talk about all the rivalries Colorado is going to have when they join the Big Twelve again. Now you're bringing back Utah, and they've rekindled. They they could possibly rekindle an old rivalry with BYU and the Holy War. Uh, they were former conference rivals with TCU as well. So I'd probably say right off right off the bat, those would be my two likely top pri. Well, I wouldn't say the top priorities because. Because Oregon and Washington would be up there, but they could be looking down at the Big 12, kind of like what Texas and Oklahoma have. But um, if we can't pick those teams up, then I'd go up Arizona and Utah. There we go. Let's go to the pickle man himself, uh, Evan. Uh, you know, I love giving out nicknames here, and that's why I'm going to start calling you for the live shows. It's the pickle man. Uh, All right. So, Evan, what, what do you want to see happen in the realistic realm? If you had to put a prediction out there, what would you predict? Uh, let's see. So I think with talks of the big 10, the last couple of years, a lot of names have been thrown with like Oregon and Washington eventually making their way there. Um, I had never really thought that highly of Washington though. And I'm, I guess that just comes from a huge fan base or something. Uh, but I w I would like to see Oregon, uh, for sure. If that's on the table, um, I kind of like the idea of Utah getting this big head after joining the Pac-12, like making fun of BYU fans and then getting left in the dirt at the end of the day. Uh, but most realistically, I'd say Utah and or one of the Arizonas coming with them. Uh, if we could get like Oregon and Washington and they're not just using the Big 12 as a stepping stone for five years or whatever, then I'm down to have them. But I don't really want them in here just for a couple years. So, yeah, I again, I, I'll probably elaborate on it for the show that I publish on Friday. But I think your head's in the right place. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily want to add teams that are just going to be jockeying to go to the Big Ten. But man, if you could deal that death blow, and if you could add those teams that would be value add for the TV contract, I don't know. It, it might be something that you just have to do. Uh, but we'll see that, that it is a lot more fun being on this side of it than the other. We'll go to uh, Michael and then uh, we'll see if Philip wants to say anything. And then we'll see if Ethan wants the same thing. That's right. We got two Ethan's tonight. Things are getting weird. Dogs and cats are dancing in the street. The big 12 is poaching power conference teams. Uh, Mr. Mr. Senator, what, what do you want to see happen? What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I well the first the first instinctive thought is definitely like yeah Oregon and Washington would just use us as a way station until they get that Big Ten invite or whatever. But then I also kind of have the thought of oh, like those those years where it it kept every year kind of felt like this should maybe be Snyder's last year, and then people would kind of debate about what kind of coach they want, and then people would say, oh well, but that coach would only use us as a stepping stone. And I think this might have been one of your takes, but it's like, well, well, hell, if you get somebody that's that, yeah, that adds so much value and catapults your school or your conference even further in the meantime, eh, take it. It'll be fun in the meantime. It'll up the prestige in the meantime. And then, I mean, the way that super conferences are going anyway, I mean, you're probably going to add more than just that anyway. I just, I do worry that if Oregon comes over, then, I mean, any of the media that's had knives out for the big 12 all along, they're just like immediately going to pivot. Like just, just immediately the next day, like, well, okay. Now, now it's, we're on Oregon and Washington watch to the big 10. Um, but I don't know. It's 
that's a long way to say I agree with a lot of you guys. <laughs> and I'm excited if some more four corners come in. For sure. Let, let's go to Philip because like I said, he had he's going live at 8 p.m. on the 1012 network YouTube uh uh accounts. Anyone who is listening, participating tonight, make sure you head over there once we're done on YouTube. Anyone listening, make sure you check it out on the 1012 YouTube channel. After you're done listening to this show, Philip, you've always been a I'll believe it when I see it type of guy. Uh, it's done. You're seeing it. What was your reaction when the news broke? And then what do you want to see happen? Because we're not going to be a 13 team conference. I have been a I'll believe it when I see it, but it doesn't mean that I am sitting here like flabbergasted and shocked that this is occurring. Right? Ever since last week when the uh, Colorado Chancellor said they'd see numbers and they didn't like that was a big thing. And I think that's the first big domino here to make this, make this happen. Um, on the who's next. Um, I understand the argument against Oregon and Washington from a standpoint of like, they could leave folks, anyone in the big 12 who got an invite to the sec or the big 10 would immediately leave. So let's just set that argument aside for a second. Two, there's zero indication. And all indications we actually are seeing from anybody connected to the Big Ten is that no president in the Big Ten has any interest or hunger for expanding again, and they're not going to do it anytime soon. So, you know what? Maybe Oregon and Washington, if they were to come leave in five, six years at the end of the next Big Ten meteorite deal, maybe they do. Hell, maybe the SEC grabs somebody. Like, I don't, I don't want to play that game. Um, I do want to note, and we'll talk about this a bit uh, on YouTube tonight, the Ten Twelve Show, uh, Jason Shear, who covers Arizona for 247, who I think has done a very good job of being fairly even keel and even sided about this. He had tweeted out Colorado, quote, is likely to move in the next 48 hours. Also, there's another school in the Pac-12 beyond the rumored four corners that will surprise people and is seriously contemplating a jump to the Big 12. Another tweet he followed it up with was, respectfully, Washington State and Oregon State aren't attractive enough for full Big 12 shares. Stanford and Cal don't even know they have athletic departments. Think elsewhere. Like that screams Oregon to me. Like that absolutely screams if there is one of Oregon or Washington who'd be interested in leaving Oregon with the ambitions they have. Like if the they were going to be fine as long as the Pac-12 held together and they got the unequal revenue share that they thought they were going to get by the success that they were going to have. They just signed an extension for their football coach. Like if the Pac-12 loses Colorado and it's going to make less off their TV deal, a TV deal that still doesn't even exist you're, you're going to go where you're going to get more money because they do have aspirations to continue to move up. And I'm frankly, like the fact that the Big 12 is poaching another Power 5 conference for the first time ever, if Oregon and Washington need to let the Big 12 be a stepping stone for five, six, seven, ten years before they go off to the Big 10, that's fine. Because eventually the ACC is likely to implode and you're going to end up picking off parts of it as well. Like this is the first big sign that the Big 12 is truly – Number three, if not, you want to argue three or four, fine, whatever, I don't care. But like the Big 12 is stable and in a position where things are going to just get better. Now, as far as expanding goes, if Oregon wants to come great, um, you then create the scene in the dark night where the Joker throws down a broken uh, pool stick and says, we're having tryouts to join our team. And whichever one other Pac-12 school wants to join, you're welcome to do so. I'm adding UConn. And that's because I just want to make a quad system and make scheduling easy. I just need four quads. Four in the East, four in Texas, four remaining big eight schools, and four out West. And we're good to go. That is going to be the next question that we do. So I'm glad you got that in there in case you leave before we can come back. I'm going to go to Ethan because if memory serves me correct, you are a big uh, proponent of getting Arizona schools into the Big 12. I could be wrong. Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter a ton. I'm wrong a ton. So tell me if that's correct. And then also kind of walk me through uh, your emotions when you saw, okay, it, it is happening. Colorado is coming home. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a massive proponent of Arizona. Um, I I maybe have a allegiance have a buddy out there that I'd like to go visit for games. So that would be fun. Um, I think Arizona would be a great ad for basketball. ASU really doesn't bring much to the table for me 
which is crazy to think about it. Like three or four years ago, I would have definitely said ASU was the better school. But now looking at it, like, what do we really, we don't need anything from them for football. They don't bring anything for basketball, hockey, I guess, is what they would bring. So, yes, Arizona would be a good ad. Um, as far as Colorado, uh, you know what? I, I put this out on Twitter. Uh, for a decade, we've been getting chopped down, trying to tear this conference apart. I grew up loving the Colorado K-State ri- rivalry. I was pissed when they left. I didn't want to – I lived off the tears of every time Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, Texas A&M lost. But getting that rivalry back will be a blast. Um, and as far as the rest of uh, speculation of – the other schools bring in Oregon and Washington. I'd say Colorado, Arizona, Oregon, and Washington. Um, yeah, they could jump, but I mean, don't we have that new, I mean, don't we have that contract that we signed after uh, we added TCU in West Virginia with the 99 year thing where the buyout was going to suck regardless. And if they choose to leave, like we will get paid just kind of like what Texas and OU had. Yeah, so so it wasn't like ninety nine years. It was just the grant of rights, and sure. I believe I believe, and and I could be wrong. I believe they go up until twenty twenty eight or twenty twenty nine, uh, so not quite all the way through to twenty thirty, um, but it will be a, a decent amount of time, and so it won't be a one to two year thing. And uh, I I think everyone will be around for at least five to six years at a minimum, uh, which again. In the world of college athletics, everything's changing so fast. I, I'm not going to worry too much about. It. I won't lose any other sleep. Um, any other reactions to uh, that before we move on to the next question? All right, good deal. Before we move on to the next one, uh, shout out to Charlie Hustle, folks. I, I looked in my closet the other day. Almost every single T-shirt I have is a Charlie Hustle T-shirt whether it is the crown town collection for the horrible baseball team that is closest to my residence, the arrowhead collection featuring world championship t-shirts or all my favorite officially licensed K-State gear. They have everything. If you are a sports fan who loves comfortable t-shirts, vintage looking graphics, and if you want to support a company that has its roots right here in the Midwest supporting this show now for over a year. Check out charliehustle.com. And folks, it's about to turn to August. Blitz month is almost here. We're about to have five shows a week, but that also means another Charlie Hustle giveaway is on the way. So please keep your eye out on the Bosco's Boys Twitter account because we're giving away a Charlie Hustle shirt every single month all the way through the end of April. All right, this is the question. I'm glad Philip brought it up because it does affect how I want to see the Big 12 do things here in the next three to four weeks. It's very well known. I hate the number 14. I think the number 14 is the worst number for college conferences. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. If we voluntarily stay at 14, if we only add one more school and we're turning folks away, I'm going to fist fight Brett Yormark in Kansas City before the Big 12 championship basketball game at midcourt while Shaquille O'Neal does a DJ set. But that does bring up the question, do you try to grab four Pac-12 schools or do you grab three and go one out east to have those easier pods? Uh, Philip uh, gave his opinion. I will go more in depth on the show I publish on Friday. I want to go to you guys. We're going to start with John, uh, the lead sports man of K-State Student Radio, the award-winning K-State Student Radio team. Um, congrats on all the awards. You're basically like the uh, you know crop judging team as well. So, John, what do you want to see? Do you want four out west or do you want three and then one out east? I'd probably go with three out West to start things off and try and get a team out East and more likely the only option out there is a Yukon. If you can, if I think Yukon out of all the teams so far, and maybe Memphis can make the argument, but I think Yukon brings in the most value, especially with their basketball program and bringing in the New York and Boston TV markets. Um, Maybe not to the biggest degree, but 
um, they're still able to somewhat kind of get kind of bring in those markets. So you present a presence in the Northeast and the New England area. Um, and you bring in Cincinnati, West Virginia, UCF, kind of kind of bringing in the old Big East type of vibes. Um, and then you also – I mean, I'd probably go with the next three out west with um, what possibly Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. Um, prior to July 1st, I was really wanting to see if San Diego State was going to be, hey, you know, we, we waited long enough, but we, we decided it's best for us to head to the Big 12. But – um, they're gonna have to pay a thirty-four million exit, thirty-four million dollar exit fee out of a Mountain West, and I just don't see that likely happening, considering that they just spent so much on their new football stadium, and their leadership is, uh, it's it's horribly bad, and it blends perfectly with with what the Pac-12 has. So, um, I'd probably lean towards the, the remaining four corner schools, kind of uh, filling in as the next as the next tier or group of you are well that you could possibly say like an Arizona, Arizona State, BYU or Utah and then put Colorado in the old uh, in the old big eight tiers with Iowa State, KU and K State and um put Oklahoma State and Texas schools together as well. So you're shipping Houston out west in that or east in that scenario? Oh I didn't even think about that. Ooh. Um. All Wait. right. We'll just, we'll give the axe to Utah and just put in UConn, and everybody can live happy. Happy. There. There you go. We'll, we'll go to Joel next, and then we'll go Cole after that. Joel, what do you want to do? I I think I heard you earlier. You, you want to go four out west, uh, and you know figure it out later. Uh, is that your stance, and uh, why is that your stance? Yeah. Uh, that is a hundred percent my stance. Um even though I actually do agree a lot with what John was saying right there. Um, I think you go for broke, go grab four out West. You, you do your best to just secure the West coast, Arizona, Arizona state, (laughs) Oregon, Washington. That's a tall order. Just go get it done. Go for broke all in. We're playing a long game here. Just knowing that eventually you're going to have to go for broke again grab Pitt, make sure they don't go to the Big Ten, grab Louisville, and there's your people for West Virginia. I think 18, I think you're you're cool there. I think that secures you a good third place. Um yeah, that's uh that's kind of where I'm at. I don't want I don't want the basketball only. Well uh UConn wouldn't be a basketball only uh and they're basketball be great but yeah they're I mean, basketball <laughs> we'll go to cole next cole are, are you in lockstep with your buddy joel uh just adding three more out west or do you want to add an east team for easy pods so if we're limited to four i am taking it would be three, three more, more it would be it, it would be three more because colorado yes. is in yeah yeah, yeah. uh so yeah I, i'm taking three more out west uh, for the same exact reason as Joel, because who are we going to add out East right now? If our best option is UConn, it seems like that's just not really the best route we can go. If we're talking about we're picking between Utah and UConn, I'm taking Utah 10 times out of 10. If West Virginia is a little upset about it, I mean, just look – what is it, seven years down the road, there's going to be quite a few teams looking for a home at that point out east. Let's go to the Ambassador next, and then we'll go to Pickleman, and then we'll go Zach, and then Ethan, and then Michael. Then we might get Philip in before he goes off to his live show to defend the East Coast ad. But we'll go to the Ambassador next. Uh, Mr. Ambassador, what do you want to do? Do you want two more or – excuse me, uh, three more out West, or are you wanting two out West with a school in the East? Well, <clears throat> when it, when your next podcast drops, I'm just going to scratch it from the record and say, I agreed with you 100%, but um, I'm all for going all out West. Um, but since that topic has already been covered, hear me out, out East, the team of the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, but on the continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the contingent that their mascot has to change, it's creepy. 
But um... <laughs> so so this is just a power move that you you don't like. Uh, you know, big red the hilltopper. You're just trying to exterminate him. Yes. There there we go. That's that is why you're the ambassador of the student population. Let's go to the Pickleman. Uh, what do you want? Do you want uh, do you want more Pac-12 schools? Do you want to save one out east to have easy pods? What what do you want to do, Evan? Uh, I think we've gotten to the point, like as a conference, where we're spread out enough to where it doesn't really matter if we add another East Coast school or whatever. I think just send Houston out there and get the three best teams to come along <clears throat> with Colorado. So that's Oregon, and then two of the four corner schools. If that's what's adding the most value, then uh, let's go that route. There we go. We'll go Zach, Ethan, Michael, and possibly Philip. Philip, you have to give me a hand signal if you're about to log off because I, I want to give you at least a couple minutes to defend uh, adding an Eastern team against the Boneheads before you go and do your own live show. Uh, so, Zach, what, what what is your stance, my friend? Um. So I'm definitely for adding three out west because, you know, Houston's got that oil money and they can handle the travel. So I, I don't really care about Houston. I don't want them in the conference anyways. So they can they can, they can figure it out. I want Oregon, Washington, and uh, Arizona. I don't know. It doesn't really matter what that, that third one is, to be honest. There we go. We'll go Ethan, Michael, and then I think we'll have time to get Philip for his grandstanding for UConn. Ethan, uh, what what do you think, man? Do you, do you want hey as many schools from the defunct Pac-12, or do you want to keep one spot open for an Eastern team to have four easy pods? So, with UConn basketball would be so fun, uh, but at the same time. I think I would have more fun watching UConn play Georgetown and the other Big East schools like they do, like the Big East tournament. Like I love Kansas City. I love uh, the Big 12 tournament. But traditional Big East tournament in Madison Square Garden is one of the coolest things. Not having UConn in that um, would kind of stink, uh, to be honest. I love watching that. But, you know, playing UConn in basketball would be fun. So I think the best move um, from – just a from our conference, just from football and basketball, is Oregon, Washington, and Arizona. You're adding Oregon and Arizona, who have been pretty good basketball teams as of recent. And um, I don't know how many top 25 basketball teams that you can add until there's just like who eventually drops out because um, UConn would be fun, but I think the stronger pairing is Oregon, Washington, Arizona. All right. We'll go to the Senator and then we'll end this one with Philip again. One final plug to all of you guys listening right now, check out the 1012 YouTube page uh, for their live show right after ours ends. And anyone who's listening on the RSS feed, make sure you go check out the 1012 network YouTube page. So you can go back and watch their live show from tonight as well. Mr. Senator, what do you want to see happen? Do you want as many schools out West or do you want to leave one out East so you can have a four team Eastern time zone pod? Well, so if someone was talking about adding pit earlier, what's the, I, 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 I don't think I've tracked it. That'll well be like enough. in 15 so, so years. Is, are, are ACC teams on the table or no? Yeah. The, like in 15 years, like it's, oh. yeah, it's they're going to collapse. They, they just have a ironclad grant of rights and it's going to, I think they go through like 2038. When that happens, uh, it'll be World War Z. Uh, and then then things are really going to pop off. But it, it is not an immediate availability. Well, okay, that's too bad. I mean, my, my main take was I just – I kind of want West Virginia fans to have a friend or a uh, or someone to hate nearby. I just it, – I feel like uh, – I mean, Missouri people can say whatever they want to about how they're all SEC and this and that, but it it has to suck to not have anybody that you play anywhere near you. It's just like a total loss of identity and everything. And West Virginia, I, f- I feel like they've kind of gotten into it, but still, like, hey, it has to suck. I want them to have a friend. But, uh, and then other than that, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't care on the on the West Coast side. Just, yeah, get me, get me, get me some more places within range to travel and that'd be, that'd be awesome. 
There we go. We'll end this part right before Philip is going to get ready to go live. Philip, no one agrees with you. Uh, so try to sell us on why the correct move would be adding Yukon instead of hypothetically Utah or Arizona State or even Arizona. How do you make that sell to the Bonehead Collective? So, yeah, we're going live on YouTube here in about 10 minutes on the Tintual Podcast channel. Like, I'm not here to make a sell. I'm not like all in on like we must add UConn it's the only right decision if you want to add three more teams out west that's fine it is interesting everyone just assumes Houston will be the team sent to the east and not someone like Iowa State which would also make sense given the proximity to Cincinnati and West Virginia and so forth and it it would but there is like a certain uh never interrupted football series that you know we're kind of fond of but that's okay I'm not no no again Oh, I'm, 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 I'm just saying why things. we probably I mean, think just, it's Houston. You're right. I, well, I think if they're it, a newest addition and Jamie Pollard is, you know, Jamie Pollard and we'll get what he wants. Well, I, Jamie Pollard wants to be in a pod with BYU. but Correct. Uh, I, I'm fine with adding more teams out West. Um, if you want to add three more, that's great. I don't want those three to just be Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. Like that doesn't move the needle for me as much as say we're adding three more out west because oh by the way you got Oregon and Washington to want to come in for a while and then you added Arizona like okay cool I get it because the football that you just brought in and the value of Oregon and Washington from a dollars and cents standpoint okay now I get it if you're not getting Oregon and Washington or you're only getting Oregon Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, like I understand what Utah has turned into. They still don't, those three still don't move the needle enough for me to want all that corner four. I've not been sold on the corner four. And that's the big thing. It's a matter of what teams do you get at West? What three teams are you getting at West? If you're going to get Oregon, Washington, and somebody else, okay, cool. I'm good with that. If you're going to get Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, I'm fine leaving Utah out, bringing in the two Arizonas. I'm fine if it's Oregon and, and an Arizona and a Yukon, just because scheduling is already going to be hard. Creating a pod system would, if done properly, would guarantee that on each year, teams in the East and teams in the West would only have to leave their quad three times a season in football. And that is a big selling point from a, yeah, it's already wackadoo. Everybody's all, right, all over the place. Yes, this, this is a triceratops. It's my kid's playroom. Uh, if you want, there's also Lego sets on the wall that we built. Uh, Sesame Street was awesome. Um, like, it just travels already me a pain. The idea of like, well, we don't need to make it any easier. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt, especially for the teams in the East to West. Like Kansas State, Oklahoma State, we're all going to be fine. We're going all over the place anyways. Plus the teams in Texas. So like, I'm not here to sell you on UConn. I think it's just, it, it's a, you've got one. Let's see what pieces fall next before we go about deciding what, who should and shouldn't be added. I love it. Thank you for joining the live show. Again, everyone go check out their live show. If you're participating live or if you're going to listen, also go back and listen to the Big 12 or the college football dream road trip episode that Philip and I recorded. It should be in your guys's feed on Wednesday. So go back and listen to that. All right. The final question of the night. Again, this wasn't going to be a conference realignment thing. Uh, There are some fun K-State topics we're going to get into, but guess what? We're going to be going live next Wednesday, and we will be doing that as well. So I'm just going to give everyone one final statement uh, to the college football world, to the folks who tried to count the Big 12 out as dead. Just one final statement, uh, because now it has, like I said at the top of the show, it's become evident the Big 12 will not be killed off in our place as firmly the number three conference in all of college sports is firmly established and it's going nowhere. So uh, say whatever you want to anyone who's listening and uh, we're going to call it a night. We're going to start with John. John, let's have it. Well, for you guys who are on zoom having to deal with me, uh, my one, my, <clears throat> my one message to everybody who's been down in the big 12 so long, I, I had to get one of these, one of these, bad boys because it's been absolutely annoying having to deal with just everybody looking down the big 12 not just from an academic standpoint but just calling the big 12 as the truck stops and the the group another group of five league and uh, now we have the leadership there to po- not just poach 
one Pac-12 member and old Big 12 rival, but now it's looking possible that the Big 12 may be uh, maybe going after several other Pac-12 schools. And, uh, you know, I, I just got to have a, I, I might have a little bit of a evil. I don't, I, you know, I had to plan it sometime in the near future, but uh, um, nonetheless, it's, 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 it's really fun seeing Colorado back in the big 12 and uh, just shutting up all those naysayers uh, by, by making it official. It's going to be announced tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. And, it's going to be a lot of fun seeing what, what they bring back to the table. We'll go Joel, then Cole, both probably some of the most uh, consistent live show members. They were there during my absolute burn it down rage live shows during 2021 when it comes to realignment. So we'll go Joel first. Joel, what do you want to say? Because, man, this is a lot different than the live shows I was doing, what, 800 days ago, 720 days ago, whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as the he's not late, but great Texas legend once said, "We're back." Yeah, you know the truck stop truck stop conference. Those boys know ball. All right, puff your chest out the rest of the week. Talk your stuff, baby. This is about to be the dunk of a lifetime. Utah Pig Bus, I'm coming for you, baby. I absolutely love it. Cole, what what do you want to uh what do you want to say? Okay. Um can I say a random college football take? Yeah. Fuck it. Okay. Why not? So I was thinking about this today and I've been sitting on this take for a while, but I was looking back on last season and I have convinced myself that if Texas would have committed to running the ball, they would have been in the playoff. I feel go. like every time I watch Texas play last season, it's like Bijan is automatic five yards on first down, and then they throw two incompletions on second and third down, and then they punt the ball. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe their coaching staff will never learn. I'm not so convinced that they're really back, but I guess we'll find out. We'll see what they're all about this year. There you go. I love it. We'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, I guess we'll open it up to random college football takes or uh, any final uh, puffing your chest out uh, Big 12 and going after Utah pig bus like Joel, uh, which which I absolutely love. So we'll go Ambassador and then we'll go uh, Ethan as well. Okay. I, I was a little, I was a yeah, little worried that, there. That's my fault when we get multiple names. So we, we got Ambassador. Yeah. Ethan, you know, if you, if you come on, you know, enough, we'll, we'll come up with your own nickname. Uh, you know, that's what I like to do, even though some folks don't like it. I still get cyber bullied uh, for trying to make, uh, you know, the, the sea wolf happen for Jacksonine. Uh, the only time I've been successfully cyber bullied. So you might not like your nickname, but if you come back on the live shows enough, I will give you one. We'll go ambassador and then we'll go to Ethan. All right. Um, so I, I doubt very many Colorado people will, will listen to this, but let me be the first to trash talk you now that you're back in the Big 12, baby. Coach Dion will be out of here in five years. Enjoy it while it lasts. He's gone. He's- there we go. I love it. Uh, we'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, what do you want to say? So let's travel back in time a little bit. Uh, I grew up watching K-State sports. It was late 90s, and the Big 12 was the best football conference in the country. We dominated it. You had K-State. You had Nebraska. You had Colorado. You had Oklahoma. You had Texas upcoming. It was powerhouse football right there. And sometime in the mid-2000s, Texas, OU, Nebraska thought they were too good, would not accept a Big 12 conference television deal. And the media turned their eye to the SEC, and it became the power. Well, for the past decade, the media bias between the SEC, Pac-12, Big 10 – I've been trying to tear this conference apart. And somehow we failed our way for the longest time to uh, succeed. And then we finally made the right move and hired uh, a commissioner with a little bit of balls and uh, moved us in the right direction. And we are now sitting at a point of strength. And what's even better with that is we've, uh, we also had university leadership that was suspect there for a while. 
And we hired great leadership with Gene Taylor uh, and Coach Kleiman and Coach Tang. And not only is our conference looking good, but your Kansas State Fighting Wildcats are looking to be the top dog in this new strong Big 12. So let's go. I love it. We'll give a shout out to University President Dick Lint as well. Uh, we'll go to the Pickleman and then we'll go to the Senator and then we'll end with Zach uh, against my better judgment, but we will end with Zach. So Evan, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm just glad to see the big 12 back on the winning side after a couple years ago, things look super bleak. Um, I'm looking forward to another strong year from both the men's and pretty much like all of the K-State sports teams this year, like beyond basketball and football even. So let's go Cats. I love it. We'll go to Mike. And then, like I said, we're we're ending with Zach. And then shout out to Cole doing all the different uh, face filters. I just saw that. Uh, you know, shout out to a good COVID memory of the, uh, what, the court session of the judge turning himself into a cat, could not figure out how to turn himself back. Fun COVID memory. All right, uh, Mike, what what do you got for us? Final words before you continue silently taking on the entire world and none of us will know you're our overlord uh, until it's too late. Yep, go, go sports betting and go Chiefs to Kansas. Um, we, uh, the, the random thought... Um, it's going to seem a little random because it is uh, the, the best stat that I discovered this week when there was a little chippiness between Iowa state and uh, K state fans is that there is fewer time, fewer time has passed between Iowa state's last big 12 or uh, conference championship in 1912 than to today, than between 1912 and the battle of Waterloo. That's wild. Or, sorry, sorry. I, and I got, God damn it. I got that backwards. And fewer time to, to Waterloo than today. Yeah. So, Iowa, so State. Iowa State's most recent football conference championship <laughs> is closer to the Battle of Waterloo than it is <laughs> yeah. to 2023. Yeah. So if anybody goes and sees a Napoleon movie uh, later this year or whatever, just know that, that uh, a lot of that stuff uh, is uh, closer in time to Iowa State's football success than present day. I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to end with Zach. Uh, and then uh, we're going to call it a night. Zach, what do you got for us? So I'm going to give you a little bit of more takes on the um, realignment and then give you one just college football take. Um, I'll keep it short and simple. Um, as it pertains to adding Oregon and Washington, you'd have to imagine, you know, that's going to increase the payout for school, I would I would hope. No. Nope. Um, it wouldn't? No, because we can't renegotiate. Can't pro renegotiate. rata. There's no, there's no pro rata. Yes, it's pro rata, but that means it just increases by the amount of the teams we bring, we bring in. Gotcha. Well, never mind. Then. So I'll just give you my take then. Um, this is the greatest wide receiver room in K State history. Oh man, I I hope I hope that uh, Keegan Johnson absolutely eats. I I hope you get to bump that Twitter thread. And uh, I hope so. I hope that's the case. All right. That's all we have, uh, folks. We'll have a show on Friday, but, you know, uh, because of this, because of this crazy breaking news, uh, but we are now officially in a uh, in a run of time that you guys will have an episode of Bosco's Boys in your feed every single Monday, every single Tuesday, every single Wednesday, every single Thursday. Every single Friday, at least through November, probably through the balance of the year. We're officially in it, folks. We got Blitz Month coming. I'm going to be talking to just about anyone who covers K-State football over the next month, getting their predictions, getting them on the record for what they think is going to happen this season. Uh, So before we get to that, I'm going to leave everyone with just one stat. Colorado left the conference 12 years ago, when they come back to the conference, they are still going to have more Big 12 football victories than our friends, the University of Kansas Jayhawks. 
And that's your stat to end the show. Thank you to everyone who participated. Please come back next Wednesday because folks, you know, maybe there's going to be more breaking realignment news, or maybe we're going to get to have the conversation. What does Will Howard have to do to be considered an all time great at K state? So come back for that fun conversation next Friday or next Wednesday, 7 PM on zoom. I will be tweeting out the links early in the day on Wednesday And I'll be letting you guys know when we go live, but it is always 7 p.m. in God's time zone. So for the Boneheads, for Chauncey Bosco, for, hell, I'll say it, for the Colorado Buffaloes, we love you guys, and go Cats. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit. Network.